having a wonderful day getting those Christmas decorations up when you get off from work and while you are at work having a wonderful prosperous nice day throwback Thursday and I just thought I would uh, come in on it's your birthday by 50 cent and we don't own the rights to any other music, any other commercials, or any of this. Well, well mo- some of the sayings. We'll just say some of the sayings. I'm gonna get right to it. Where are all the PlayStations? How are gamers? Ha- how are the people playing these games handling the global shortage? Well, like many gamers in recent weeks, you know, Philadelphia combed through social media sites trying to find insider information on where to get a PlayStation Five. This holiday season, stemming from global chip shortage, video game consoles this year are particularly hard to come by. After successfully scoring a unit from Walmart.com, you know, it has helped more than half a dozen and more people find various video game consoles for their kiddos. You know, um, there are popular tips on how to get, you know, your electronics and things that are hard to come by this Christmas, you know, on fake popular Facebook groups such as PS5 slash Xbox series and restock, which has 27,700 members on how to find them. You definitely need to get a console and you just, you know, you can't just get, get it without. So more than half a year after their initial launches, Sony's PlayStation 5, PS5, and Microsoft high-end Xbox offering, the Series X are still difficult to find. The more recently launched Nintendo Switch OLED model, which launched in October 2021, is even harder to find on shelves and online, unfortunately. Restocks of the devices sell out in minutes and in one incident, um, it resulted in an an armed robbery, but we're not going to get into that. It was an attempt, you know, of a 19 year old man trying to sell his PS5 to a man he met online. And when y'all doing those type of um, exchanges, you do know you need to do them at the police station. So, and let them know what's going on. You know, it's just, we living in a time where, you know, you just have to. 
You just have to really, really, really pay attention to what's going on around you and your surrounding and definitely be your brother's keeper. Uh, you know, look out for the elderly and, you know, things like that. But supply, back to the supply shortages on the electronics. Supply shortages and logistical issues have impacted many industries, including autos and consumer electronics. But the gaming industry has been hit notably hard as it competes with these other sectors from similar parts. The supply chain issues that plague other consumer items are more, even more pronounced for gaming consoles for a few reasons, namely the chip shortage. The logistics backup and bots exploiting the supply and demand imbalance. So, you know, yeah, COVID's, you know, hit us pretty hard in every aspect. And late last year, Sony pulled back on its forecast to produce 16 million PS5 units between March 2021 and March 2022, adjusting the number to 15 million units. Nintendo and Microsoft both warned customers earlier this month that console sales will be down stemming from the chip shortage. They said they'll try their best to meet demand for all of their products, depending on the current situation and any challenges related to shipping and supply chain management. Uh, a spokesperson for Nintendo had said, you know, they said their goals are to manufacture enough systems to fulfill demand so that they can satisfy as many consumers as possible. So on that note, Gonna be back in a moment with the world according to Bookie and them. Podcast, y'all. Stay with me. Welcome back, everybody. The latest on the Omicron coronavirus variant. Uh, yeah, and in our neck of the woods, it's it's really spreading here. I mean, the hospitals is at they top top at their highest peak since September. Like right now, they I told y'all. I already said, because ain't nobody wearing no mask in my neck of the woods. Nobody, but nobody, but no, nobody. And they looking at you like you're crazy. So um, I guess we're going to find out in the next, in the next two weeks. But our president continues to push for booster shots as he unveiled, you know, the COVID-19 response for the winter months. And President Biden continue to urge all eligible Americans to get their booster shots. And saying that uh, we're expanding our national booster campaign to provide booster shots to all eligible adults and those who have not had a, a, a vaccine in the first place uh, need, you know, there's emphasis on getting not from him, but just, you know, well, from him and everybody else, pretty much. We need to get vaccinated if we're unvaccinated. Um, Yeah, I was reading and I heard that Germany they um, got the people that have not been the unvaccinated. They got them on lockdown. They can't, you know, they can't, you know, get out and about in the community. I don't know how they doing it. 
you know, I don't know if they're giving them certain hours for them to go out and shop and stuff like that, but they pretty much keeping them kind of separated from the vaccinated. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's what they're doing. So, um, anyway, you know, um, Biden said that he will provide, you know, paid off time for federal employees who get go get the booster shot and they don't get docked their pay. He's asking other employees in the private sector to do the same thing. He says he doesn't want them to choose between a paycheck and getting an additional protection for a booster shot. And as you know, the fate of the administration's vaccine requirements um, language in the courts, Biden indicated that today's announcements will not expand or add to those mandates, calling it a plan that all Americans can hopefully, you know, rally around and it should be and should get bipartisan support in you know, hopefully in his humble opinion and in pretty much everyone else's humble opinion that's vaccinated and feels strongly about putting an end to the pandemic. But I mean, we're all entitled to our feelings, you know, because some people that haven't been unvaccinated, it could be for religious reasons or, you know, just their constitutional rights. So, you know, at the end of the day, like I had said, I ain't got no problem with nobody, you know, they religion or constitutional rights or nothing like that. But, you know, I just, I just want everybody to be healthy and stuff like that. And, you know, you know, masks would be a good idea. I know if, I know if I was, I would probably wear a mask. If I believe that strongly, like I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to do it. I would, I would wear a mask religiously. I would be double masked. Um, but, you know, that's just me and that's just my opinion, you know, and everybody's entitled to their opinion. But, um, you know, the Omicron is just spreading, you know, and since vaccines have become widely available, the average risk of dying from COVID-19 is more than 50 percent higher in states that voted, you know, for President Trump in 2020 than in states that voted for President Biden, according to a CNN analyst of data. Uh, from Johns Hopkins University. So, um, yeah, and the variant is really spreading widely, widely in South Africa as well. I mean, in, you know, and it's now, well, y'all know it's in the United States. You know, um, it's starting to peak its head in the United States. And it's here. Let's just face it. It's here. And and like they said, it wasn't a matter of when it get here. I pretty much figured like the Delta from India, you know, we had to deal with that. Now we got to deal with this. So, I mean, if it's there, it's pretty much here. And, you know, so, um, but it's, it's appears to be more wide. It, it, it's really spreading in South Africa. I mean, and I just, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to sit back and wait and see what happens, honestly. Because that's what Dr. Fauci said. He said two weeks, they'll be able to know, you know, uh, what's what's what. And in our neck of the woods, 5,653 new cases have been reported. But I'm not surprised because nobody's wearing a mask here. And then Ohio reports more than 9,100 new COVID-19 cases. And um, so, uh, yeah. It's, 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 you know, the, this, this just surging 
and it's really surging. Um, and like I said, in South Africa, the, uh, the, you know, the new coronavirus variant Omicron has now become dominated and some 11,500 new COVID infections were registered in the latest daily figures. So, you know, we just, we just have to be diligent and by, and that's a sharp rise on the 8,500 cases confirmed the previous day. And by contrast, daily infections were averaging between two and 300 in mid-November, a top South African scientist had told, um, had, had told BBC. So Omicron has now been detected in at least 24 countries around the world, according to the World Health Organization. And those who have already uh, had other variants of coronavirus do not appear to be protected against Omicron, but vaccines are still believed to protect against severe disease according to top scientists from the Global Health Body and South Africa's National Institute for Communicable uh, Diseases. But um, so previous infection used to protect against Delta, but now with Omicron, that doesn't seem to be the case. And wow. So yeah, wow. As you know, the full picture in South Africa will now become clear until people get so sick that they need to go to the hospital, which is generally three to four weeks later. That's whoa. So, um, yeah, I'm, I would urge everybody, you know, if you're not vaccinated to get vaccinated or even if you, if, and if, but if you have like I, I'm religious beliefs or you just strong about not getting it, you know, I get it, your constitutional right, but please consider wearing a mask, please, because I don't want, I don't want anybody get, ugh, I just, it's, it's affecting enough people, and I don't want people, you know, needlessly getting sick or even dying from this, and on that note, gonna be back in a moment with the World According to Buki and them podcast, y'all, stay with me, Throwback Thursday. Coward. So you think Santa will like these red and green M&M's? I don't know. I never met the guy. (laughs) He does exist. They do exist. Uh, Santa? The World According to Bookie and M Podcast will be back in a moment. Stay with me, y'all. A song, a song. Talk to your boy. Marshawn Lynch, my number one client. Got a big ass. Up and do a big... Okay. You know, for the kids. Uh-huh. So you'll do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. The crunch heard round the world. You look great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Want a hand with that? Okay. Lays, kettle cook, get lost in the crunch. on NBC tonight. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. The Sound of Music, Peter Pan, Hairspray, and The Wiz are some of the Broadway musicals that have aired live during the holiday season in recent years on NBC. Tonight, the classic Tony Award winner Annie joins that group. The music is some of Broadway's most recognizable part 
of what's made any an enduring classic. And uh, the, it's just wonderful. And, and I'm so excited to watch it tonight. And me being able to share the message to everybody, put smiles on their faces, just means the world, said the show star, Selena Smith. Smith, who is 12, plays the title role, a spunky girl rescued from a miserable Depression-era orphanage. I'm excited to be part of a huge production, letting the world know that we're back, said Taraji P. Henson. Taraji P. Henson plays the orphanage's cold-hearted Mrs. Hannigan, and Harry Connick Jr. is Rich Daddy Warbucks, who has rescues you know, who rescues Annie from her surroundings. The idea of doing it one time in front of a huge television audience with no safety net is where I'm most comfortable, Connick said. Smith also seems comfortable in the spotlight of her high-profile role, being able to do the flip and the kicks and the tap dancing. I'm just so excited, she said, and Smith's talent has impressed her co-stars. I think her performances work her performance work will take people's breath away as it has literally taken mine away, said Megan Hilty. Hilty part of a cast that also includes Nicole Scherzinger and Titus Burgess. The hardest part is going to be having to say goodbye to them after we drop this curtain, Connick said. But they'll raise it tonight with the promise of holiday fun. Watch Annie Live tonight. At 7 p.m., you know, 8 Central, 7 p.m. Watch it, y'all. It's going to be good. Going to be back in a moment. So excited. And Tomorrow, stay with me. It's the most wonderful time of the year. When you got your lays that don't last many days Cause the whole family's here, oh wow It's the most wonderful time of the year According to Bookie and Them podcast, where you find all of your favorite podcasts. Thanks, y'all.